Welcome to the podcast. This is the Dance PT podcast, hosted by moi, Jenna Cantor, performer, hachikapow, and physical therapist. In our interviews, we will dive into all the things that can regularly help you. That's right. As a dance physical therapist with your patients. That's right. Please note that the purpose of this podcast is entertainment and is not here to replace any medical advice. That being said, we are all here to support each other, which leaves me at the most important message I want to leave you with. You are enough and never change yourself for anyone. That's right. You heard me. Be you, and that will enable you to help others the best way possible. Let's end with more scatting. That's right. Jenna out. Hi, everyone. Professional here on top and pajamas on the bottom. True to the times. Welcome, Laura Turner. Hello. Uh, we we go way back. We go back a bit. Uh, yes. I, we've been fans of each other for quite a few years now, and we are just mutually supportive. So I'm grateful that Laura is taking out her time. Thank you so much for coming on today to talk about cheerleading. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. <laughs> it's very exciting. I'm. I'm I am not a person who knows much about cheerleading except for the most recent TV show, Cheer, on Netflix, which was so good. If you guys are on and or even catching replay, say replay. But if you like Jerry, write Jerry down below. Or if you have a different character that you love from Cheer, please write it down below. I'm really interested to see what other people say. Other people like Morgan a lot, but I'm I'm definitely a Jerry fan. That being said, let's get edumacated. I want to start from just a dancers versus cheerleaders, like separating them out. What dance wise, just looking at the dance steps alone, how is there, are there similarities and differences between the dance done in cheer and ballet? Um, I, not, I wouldn't say so much with ballet. I think, uh, I mean, you know, needing to hold core, hold posture and the flexibility needed that, you know, absolutely. And like some of the stunting wise, there's a lot more uh, similarity, like in a heel stretch or uh, arabesque, you know. And so a lot of the um, the stunting is, is similar to what you might do on the ground in, in uh, ballet dance for cheerleading dance. It's a little bit more hip hop in the. Um, in the realm of uh, of cheerleading associations and dance associations, there's more um, the, the the dance teams have more modern or ballet type dance than actual cheerleading does. In my ah, opinion, so the, yeah, so they wouldn't go to something as training goes. They wouldn't be attending a ballet class. They'd be more likely to be in a hip hop class. Yeah. Definitely. I did not know that. That is so interesting to to learn that. And then do you know ratio wise, because I just really don't know the lifestyle, how much time do they spend on the tricks versus the dance components? 
So generally, like in a floor routine, in a competition routine, the entire routine is two minutes and 30 seconds of uh, usually that's the whole routine. Um, and then there has to be a section of cheer in that routine that is usually either incorporated in or before. It depends on the association that you compete for. But um, there's uh, a so total team segment of dance is probably about 30 seconds. Yeah. Take. Um, but then, you know, they'll mix in, you know, if you don't, depending on how many people are on your team and if one section is tumbling, you might have other section dancing at the same time, like at the same time, yeah. just been for kind of fillers. Um, so it's it's a smaller segment of, of straight on dance for a cheer routine. If you go into, uh, you know, like at a game, you might get more dance routine, uh, depending on the time out and, the, and what's going on through the game. So it kind of, um, it depends on the situation. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And it's interesting to learn. Now, like going back into my deep knowledge of the TV show Cheer, and then the other two, the movie series, Bring It On, I think you are correct. But that's different. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> they, they do it. They, uh, I mean, Cheer was incredible. And, uh, you know, the Navarro College cheerleaders are, were just amazing. And, uh, that was an excellent depiction of what happens through a season and uh and same and bringing on you know it's a parody but there's a lot of uh the, the mechanics of it all are pretty were pretty accurate so that's cool so uh, we have a comment already yay i used to cheer they need to be sharp for dancing and need to be strong for stunting both bases and flyers yeah yeah right. i've definitely seen that when uh, there's oh gosh when the people grab the feet, okay, so I guess they're the bases, right? The people are the yep. bases are that, and the flyers are the people up in the air, correct? Yep. Okay, correct. so when they're holding their feet to lift them up and say they're just bringing their arms in this V going, yeah, I always think like, and 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 maybe it's just because I haven't done it. I know they're holding at the feet, but would that hurt the knees in any way if they're twisting the feet out too much or is that not really a thing i know that's such a very minimal thing compared to the things they go into but i've i've been wondering that when i watch i'm like oh i just think like if they have genuvalgum of any kind that could be i you know in when i was coaching i, I didn't if they complained of pain they came down and they readjusted their like it wasn't something that was sustained you sometimes in your, you're in the middle and it just catches wrong, but usually at that point in time, you've done it so many times that you're accustomed and, um, you know, so I don't, I don't think just the act of holding the feet necessarily twists them. There are alternate circumstances that certainly can happen, but. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then, so when you're starting a season with training, so were you, were you training the more elite or is it kind of a mixture of the elite and the beginners that come together for the cheer team? Like, how does that work? Or is there. Is there it, depends, it depends on the team and the, uh, and the environment. Yeah. So there's yeah, lots of different. So I started for myself, I cheered in high school, which was a long time ago and very different than it is now. Um, and then I cheered in college, which was like the start of where things are where now, but also not as elite. Um, and then I got into coaching after that. And so I coached high school and college level. Um, and so high school between JV and varsity, some of them, most most kids coming in at the time that I was coaching had some sort of uh, youth background, whether it's Pop Warner or a youth cheer. Um, and a lot of them had gymnastics background as well. 
Um, and then college, same thing. I was aimed, uh, uh, you know, I coached at uh, College of Holy Cross and we had a lot of people. I actually had some new people coming in as well as some uh, previous high school cheerleaders. Um, so we, it was a variety um, and you have to take it from, I, I, I was, because of my physical therapy background, I was uh, pretty picky as far as like, no, you have to do this correctly, you know, so you don't get hurt. But, um, you, and that kind of held back a little bit when people wanted to be doing more, but it, it, I think that's better and safer. Um, and I, I do think, you know, if you can take yourself through the process and you can learn and strengthen and learn the mechanics of stunting, it can, you know, you can learn to do that. Most everybody, I mean, some people are better at different areas, but so. Yeah, I learned from a, a student physical therapist when I was a student and she said she used to cheer. That was her world. Yeah. And she was saying that statistically without there actually being statistics, but on it, but she was saying statistically the coaches, a lot of the coaches out there for cheerleading don't have any experience coaching. And that's what puts a lot of these cheerleaders at risk in the first place. And they get, there's a high injury rate. What is your thought on that statement that she said? I think for the, um, I think for youth, that's probably the case, you know, for the, for the, for the younger ones. Um, and, and it might be changing now. Like, uh, cause I never have, a, I never, I never cheered Pop Warner or youth, I didn't start until my junior year of high school, but um, I, I think now there are some, there's a lot of moms going back in and coaching because they, they don't have qualified coaches for the youth programs. Um, high school, I I believe there's a lot more people that have, because children has grown so much in the last number of years, and I've been out of coaching for a little while, so I don't know exactly where they're at right now, but I believe there's a lot more ex-cheerleaders coming in and coaching. Um, and so they at least have the background in that. And now there's a requirement, at least in Massachusetts, there's a requirement that you have to be certified um, through the National Federation of Chile of High School. Um, so not only on coaching wise, but um, they encourage different cheerleading uh, um, regulations and, you know, like you learn coaching wise that way. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, stunts and all that stuff is changing every day. So as I, when I was coaching, I relied on my cheerleaders coming in to come with their background and like, all right, what can we do from here and make that different? Or I would pull in other people to come in and teach material so that it helped to, um, cause you know, I, my skill level of actual physical cheerleading was a lot less than where it was when I finished coaching. Yeah. Um, it's so, interesting how it's always evolved. I feel that's, uh, that's happened with ballet alone. Of course, we yeah. bring that to ballet because that's what I know. But the technical skills that they had back in the day for the supreme prima ballerinas has changed so much over the years as yeah. well. For for cheerleading, how are we research wise? Do we have a lot of research studies on cheerleading now? Where are we at with that? So uh, I finished my uh, doctorate in sixteen um, and did my comprehensive case on cheerleading injuries and the FMS and for cheerleading injuries there really wasn't much at that point um you know uh, as far as I think the most recent uh article in 16 the most recent thing I had found was from 2009 yeah I went looking yeah. today um and there was a um bear with me because the names of the studies I don't know but it was a, basically a Sorry. um 
long-term study, they looked at the last 15 years. It was just published last year. Um, so over the last 15 years and the change of uh, catastrophic injuries with cheer um, and found that because of it. So there's a stunt called basket toss where there's. Oh yeah. They throw them up people, and then they catch yeah. them like a basket. Yeah. And, and their legs are up kind of like a V. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, you know, flip and do all kinds of door, toe touch, whatever tricks up in the air. Um, and so in 2006, they made a, the cheerleading body made a rule that uh, they couldn't do the basket tosses on hardwood floors. Um, and I, I was coaching at the time and it was like, now what are we going to do? Cause fans love that. It's, it's, it's exciting to watch, but there was a lot of injuries before. So, this particular study showed that uh, since they made that ruling, there's been a lot less catastrophic injuries, head and oh, neck wow. injuries and whatnot. So, wow. you know, it, it was, I think everybody's kind of adapted to that at this point, but, um, and it's only on the heart. I mean, we, they're still doing them. They do them on mat and they have to, you know, they have to have a, um, a grass surface um, or the, if they're at a football game, but um, so they are still doing basket tosses, but there's less injury because of the surface that they're on. Wow. That's, that's wow. Just that little change. That's so interesting and, and good to know. It's good to have a study that says, Hey, you, you're, you're, we're heading in a good direction. Just yeah. looking at that. That's, that's really good. With the uh, stuff that I did from before. Uh, so this particular study was looking at basket tosses before they were seeing more of the injuries were coming from like tumbling or like people being fatigued and running into each other. And so we have a little more ankle sprains and some knee injuries as opposed to neck and back injuries because of the basket tosses. So I don't know if that's made a, sh a shift. And, I, you know, I don't think there's enough studies out there right now to really. No, this is what no, we're curious. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and I think part of that is because, sorry. Oh, no. I think part of it is because shooting is it's it's getting more it's become more visibly athletic over the last, I'm going to say 20 years, because I think it's been more, it's been athletic for 30 years or more, but it's been more and more in building and the, the tricks have been getting harder and, you know, everything is more difficult. So um, I think there's going to be more research as they go forward, but I, and I get defensive because I don't think the statistics are, are a great match at this point because they haven't, tracked it for all along because they don't consider cheerleading a sport. So now they're comparing them against other sports and they've seen a big spike in injuries. But has that really been the case? Because they, you know, they haven't done have the research. research to know to it, it. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they don't have the numbers of, you know, people reporting injuries either. So I think that's a big struggle. For when you did your research and stuff back in the day, when you like gathered all the research studies and everything, as you were saying, 2009, was the, the most recent at that point. What 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 did the research say, and what and combined with what you've seen are the common injuries in cheerleading? Um, more ankle sprains, knee injury, um, and concussion. Concussion was is you know the. Oof. I think now concussion is a bigger. Uh, but I, again, I don't not I'm not sure that it wasn't that way before. It's just more reported now, which is yeah. a good thing. Yes, a very good thing. Uh, ankle sprains. How is it just when they land, like people don't catch them, so their ankle takes it? How? How? Probably more the tumblers and in the dancing, oh, gotcha. section, you know, segments that they they're bowling. And usually, it happens when they're fatigued. 
and then the knee the knee is interesting because me not knowing much about it it's interesting you say knee is knee with the people who are up there and they could just twist their feet a different direction and then they go like i think it's more probably coming out of a stunt so you can get out of a stunt numerous ways but uh you know either by cradling you toss them up and you catch them or we do a lot of pop downs so if somebody comes down you know if you're especially in a co-ed if you're coming down from hands and you land on your feet and you're not absorbing and landing correctly and you just kind of land stiff leg, then that's going to create injury. And then tumbling again, I think is it bigger. So yeah. not, I don't think there's met as many, or there's not as many reported from actually the, the load in or the being held up in the stunt. It's more the dismounts and uh, tumbling. Yeah. I remember in going back to the TV show cheer, which, like I said, is the very strong and solid background of my knowledge. <laughs> there was a girl who was the favored tumbler. She was yeah. the blonde girl, very sweet, and um, had a rough past, and it was keeping yeah. her on the straight and narrow while she was on the cheer team. I remember, I don't know if you, if anybody's watching this, do you guys remember seeing, she had massive Genu Valgum every time she landed, like feet turned out, knees in. And thinking about her age and common, like, especially at that age, those weaknesses that we know that can go with that, is do you see that happen quite often in tumblers? Or do you think that that might just more be her special circumstance, whatever the cause of that might've been? Uh, I think it's common. I think, you know, but I also think it's common for girls, you know, I mean, that's ACL injuries are, especially yeah. in that age range are super. And that and, and then because whether it's a structural hip change or a, a uh, movement pattern change, you know, depends on the person, but I think it's, I think it's common in general. I think maybe she was a little bit more prone to injury because of it. Yeah. Um, you know, and we, we're not known for necessarily being in the gym and strength training and really working on quality movement that is, is well, hopefully, hopefully the females, you know, girls are starting to get nice and strong, but like dancers and cheerleaders aren't really looking at movement patterns and how do we squat and how do we land and yeah, coming out of a, a tumble pass is a squat pattern, you know, and can you do that correctly and with good form and, so I think there's a lot of work that we can do to to help improve mechanics like that, which will then make them stronger to be able to pull off a tumble pass or base a stunt or whatever, uh, or fly, you know? And I think if, uh, but I think we just don't necessarily see that because we're all, we get caught up in the sport. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we have from Shelly, some of your names pop up. When they pop up, I can say your name. If they don't, then I I, I, I can only just read what you said. So Shelly McShelly. Hello, Shelly McShelly. Oh, she said, oh, I'll have to go back and look for that. The skinny, tiny girl in cheer Morgan had the Genu Valgum. She actually wasn't the person I'm referring to. Uh, I can't um, remember her name. I can't um, remember her name. I feel bad. Uh, but I'm, I, Morgan may have as well. She's an amazing tumbler. The, 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 very, the girl you're talking about was, yeah, she was She strong. was very strong. And yeah. then someone said, yes, Genu Valgum and landing tumbling passes are popular in ladies. 
Uh, yes, it's a thing to do. Yeah. If you're not, you're kind of not ready. Right. <laughs> oh, you guys, feel free to write any questions in the feed that you have on this. I'm just going off my own gut and my own humor in this, which, of course, is a lot of fun. Laura and I are going to have a good time with this, but feel free to, to add your questions. So for you, how long have, have you seen it kind of generally take for a the average cheerleader to go from the amateur to elite, what's the average number of years for them to advance to that level? So, so can I, there be a push for them there, to get there faster? There, um, I haven't had a whole lot of. I, I don't have any experience uh, in the all star world other than gotcha. my own cheerleaders have gone to all star, and I think that's the bigger push these days. Or it's it's um it's very. It, it prevalent, not prevalent. It's common, you know. I mean, there's a there's a ton of all star gyms out there, and they progress kids a little quicker because they have. I mean, they're straight up gyms that are totally made for cheerleading, and oh, so um, they're just so, they, so focused. They're, yeah, yeah. You know, the coaches that I know are not necessarily throwing someone in that's a newbie to go then make them elite, but they're making them go through that process. And if somebody's in the gym working on, you know, skill after skill, and they're and they're talented or they have the strength or they get the coaching, then yeah. they can progress relatively quickly. Um, so I, you know, I think that varies on a, uh, you know, at a high school level, most of the kids will come in with some baseline skills and then be able to progress, you know, they, it's like for any sport, they move through the process. Some yeah. kids, you know, I had a couple of girls that came in as freshmen that were just amazing and they were, leaders on the team, you know, not only for skill wise, but for attitude wise. Um, and then others would come in at the same and like, they still progress this, you know, by the time they were all seniors, they were at the same skill level. So yeah. I think it, I think it varies, um, you know, and the time frame for that, but in, in an all-star, you might see it, you might see a younger, and they have them set up by age, age range and, um, skill level and so they might progress a little bit faster you know depending on where they're at and um, what their competition like the levels that they're at and for the all-stars it's interesting it sounds like there's no real set journey almost we, there's not that regularity really across the board yeah I, I mean i think it depends on the on where you're cheerleading you know in uh in schools or like if you're a traditional cheerleader and you are cheering a sport as well as competing you may also go to do all-star gyms on the off season and then that changes your skill level and your training uh, you know yeah, a lot of kids, you know just like everything you know everybody's doing year-round stuff these days and not taking the season off and you know and cheerleading is like especially true like they'll do high school season from September till March and then all-star season from March till September almost and like intersporadic in between um so i mean that's probably i would think better to keep the training going because to then jolt your body back into it it can be yeah i mean i really it's good. good and bad i think that oh, okay um you know what what i don't as a coach it was wonderful because like then they come in and they're still doing the same skills and and they're yeah. just learning and doing more um and they're still in the same mindset of it um but as an, if I now look as a physical therapist to athlete, not having a down season or not doing a ch 
treating a different sport, you know? And uh, yeah. so I always used to try and get my kids to do, you know, lacrosse or track or something in the, or softball, you know, so that they get some different rotational movements. Cause it's always the same things. I mean, I think we do a lot of different movements in cheer, but it's, you know, it's all the same cheer. It's repetitive movement, you know? overuse. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and so doing, you know, uh, training a different sport develops different muscles, especially for the young kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know? We have a quote, uh, fortunately, coaches may catch it because they want aesthetic an aesthetic landing of the pass. That was Kiva. Kiva, great to see you. I'm not sure what you were responding to, but I know that was a good thought if we went back to it. <laughs> and then, oh, the Tumblr's name is Lexi. Thank you, Shelly. We love you, Lexi. And then we have somebody saying hello to both of us, thanking for us for this. She's working with a cheer patient right now, and it's a pretty crazy mix of power, hypermobility, and she's looking forward to checking back later on this tonight. Uh, so yes, come back to this yeah. later tonight. And then the last comment is, but unfortunately back in the day for a lot of teams, they needed people who could tumble, especially in high school. Because of that, they may allow someone to tumble even if the form isn't great. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like we were, you were, you were just saying like Lexi, she's a great tumbler. And even though she had that Jenny Valcom going on, she was really good. Yeah. And you know, I also, I, I, one, I don't think coaches are looking at that so much in cheers. They would make in a, in a, like a gymnastics game. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they're going to be like, oh, can she do it? Can she land it safely? And uh, can she stick the landing, you know, without step out and all that? Or is she, you know, if she's, if she's collapsing as she's landing, then, then they're going to notice it, you know? So if she's falling or she's, you know, twisting yeah, a knee or something like it. that. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. But if she's landing it, that's not, you know, as long as her feet are together, they're not really going to. Yeah. yeah. They're like, we got yeah. our points. Yeah. We've got another comment. Love the cheer dance cross conversation. High school cheerleader and college dance team dancer here. Awesome. Hello. Yeah, she has some great information for. Uh, oh, yeah. For, I think the knowledge. Yeah, she shared some. I think the knowledge of high school coaches and students on strength training, along with stretching and cardio for injury prevention and overall fitness can make the difference for the athlete wanting to make it at the collegiate level. More strength and less extreme prolonged static stretching. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's all across the board. I grew up yeah. like halfway through dance class. You sit there and just hold stretches. It's it's we're raised in this this static stretching these days. Shelly is a oh go for it. I think people are doing a little bit more dynamic warm-ups now, but they still automatically, my kids always like it. I, Cause I'd be like, go, you do this, this, and this. And I take them through a routine and they know the routine, but they really would just want to come. What are you doing for your warm-up? Oh, I'm going to stretch, <laughs> you know? And I think it's ingrained and you know, that was 10 years ago, but I think they're at least starting to know now they need to do a little more prep work in the warm-up. Um, That's good. So. That's no. good. We're yeah. like, Ugh. No. Shelly's asking, do you think she had a true, this is Lexi, a true Janu Valgum collapse, or was it a way to increase her stability on her landing if her knees pressed together? We don't know. That is exactly what we should be asking ourselves. What is causing that? That great brain there, Shelly. Great brain. Exactly. I don't think you, I don't think you can know that. Uh, you know, unless they're in front of you and take them through a movement screen. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like this: <laughs> lick your finger and go. I think oh, yeah. the wind is telling me. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's exactly where you want your brain to go. Right. So that's that's right. a very interesting 
question and, and great points to be looking and digging deeper on. Lexi, if you happen, you <laughs> famous human from Cheer, if you happen to be listening in, clearly you have fans here because we're talking about your amazingness and then picking it apart as a physical therapist, not because you're not good, it's because you're amazing and you stand out in our minds. That is it for tonight. Do you have anything else before I go, whoo, 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 anything else you want to add that I didn't ask because I'm really just speaking from my heart. So is anything else you might want to add regarding cheer and PT? Are you like, no, yeah. I think we're good. I, I, I think everybody kind of has this, the, the same idea. Like, you know, it's important to look at strength and mobility and take them, take people, take cheerleaders, take your cheerleading patients through a movement screen and stay consistent with it. Can, you know, I think it's real important for them to be able to stand on one leg. Um, and, you know, where's a hip position when they do that. So looking at not just ankle strength, but hip strength, core is, you know, like every, everything is core, but, you know, and, and how are they breathing through? Cause I focus a lot on breathing and core and hip stability. Um, so I think those are important takeaways, which it sounds like everybody's kind of in the same process and from the, from the comments. Um, but yet, uh, you know, making sure we, we are, getting the strength and the power back as well as, you know, because most of the time they're going to come in, they're going to want to improve their flexibility, but that's not necessarily what they need to do. And so it's our job to, to take them and to maybe look at more performance uh, training and working with somebody that, that does performance training, not necessarily a cheer performance specific drills, but performance to get back to cheer performance. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so, yes. Well said. Um, yeah. That's great. Thank you. This I love be- talking cheer. So if anybody ever wants to talk, just shoot me a message because, you know, I love talking, brainstorming movement patterns and, and all this stuff. So I'm, you know. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. That. Oh, yeah. We keep it saying core and balance are also key for both bases and flyers. Yes. Breathing while holding the stunt can be tough. Ooh, that's a very, yeah, breath work. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love this. So interesting. Well, thank you. Thank this you. This is awesome. Thank you. It was so good to have you on. How can people find you on the social of the media? Uh, the So Laura Turner, and I'm in this group, so you can click me in the group on Facebook. Uh, I think on Instagram, uh, well, so also on Facebook, I my own business page is Move Better um, Physical Therapy and Fitness. If you look for the sea turtle, you'll, see, you'll it, find my it page. Is it Move Better, if we go to the address, is it Move Better PT? Move better PT and fit. I think it's move better LLC PT and fitness up on top. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can put a link down if you're okay with that. Oh yes, please, please do. Um, And then I'll also add it up at the top on the descriptions as well. Uh, That's great. And then Um, then Instagram is a Laura Tid Turner T I D D or move better. Oh, perfect. And then also an email if they want to email you. Yeah. Laura at move better LLC.com. Perfect. Oh, So good to have you on here. Thank you. Uh, Thank you guys, please give love to her, uh, Laura Turner. And somebody would like to re- to pick your brain about this since her personal acro practice and future PT intends to work with circus performers overlaps with cheer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Please do. That's yeah. what this community is for. We cross over, give each other love. Yeah. Uh, wonderful. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Have a good night. Stay healthy.